You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Welcome, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Revenge, Season 2, Episode 5, called Forgiveness. That's right, I forgive you guys. I'm not forgiving Gabby yet. <laughs> oh, man. Inside joke. Maybe we'll have time to explain it by the end, but... Uh, allow I us- think Chris Jenner's pretty, and... Catherine doesn't. Right. That's really it. I just don't want to look like Chris Jenner, but thank you. Well, Catherine got a new haircut and hairstyle. Haircut. Thank you. And it looks kind of like Chris Jenner, but she's upset because she doesn't want to be compared to Chris Jenner. No. <laughs> All right. So when I said we talked about it by the end of the show, sorry, I meant the beginning of the show. Yeah. Well, you said forgiveness. It was kind of appropriate. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> I wanted to get out there. So we found forgiveness. <laughs> I'm found forgiveness. All right. Thank you. I well, can, we can I'm go on with, <laughs> Luckily, we can go on with the show. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Phil Sweetek. Join alongside Gabrielle Loren. What's up? The, the mean spirited Gabrielle Loren. <laughs> Uh, I'm Anna Koppel. <laughs> and I'm Catherine Tulich. Hello. <laughs> yes, welcome. Um, Gabby, you always like to talk about the quotes. So um, what did you think of tonight's quote? Um, well, Opening and or beginning. The one I wrote down was pretty much she was saying when you have open wounds, forgiveness is the most unnatural of human emotions. Um, and I can understand that because it is really hard to forgive. It's not something that does come naturally. You have to work on it. Something that you have to, you know, give thought to. What about you guys? I I definitely think forgiveness is unnatural. I'm a Scorpio, so Uh that's part of the reason. That's right. (laughs) But uh, what what about you guys? Well, Phil, I'm also a Scorpio. Wow, when's your birthday, Scott? His is the 10th and mine is the 18th. Uh That's scary. you don't have to say your birthday, but what are your thoughts on forgiveness? <laughs> well, it's hard if it's fresh, I think, which is kind of the, the if you don't have the advantage of time. But it's interesting, isn't forgiveness almost kind of the opposite of revenge? I mean, if you give, forgive someone, you don't want revenge, right? So it's almost like the antithesis of revenge. That's right. And uh, we'll talk about it more at length mm. later on, but um, today was all um, the interesting conversation between uh, Cara and Emily and that whole thing. But we'll get into that. First, let's start with the storyline that boggles our minds, to be honest. I I have to say I zone out on this storyline, but go ahead, guys. All right. Well, we're, of course, talking about Declan um, and Jack Porter, storyline of them selling the bar. And uh, who is this mystery guy? We don't quite know. And we also kind of thought, I, I kind of thought that his buying the bar was going to be a secret, that he was going to sort of... 
and force them into bankruptcy or something so that then he would buy the bar. But it was kind of like, hey, why don't you call my guy? He'll set you up and then I can buy the bar from you. And everybody's like, okay, that'll work out great. You know, Declan's on board. Jack's on board. They fixed it up in a few minutes, and uh, you know, everybody's happy. I, I don't know, understand. Does not make any sense? Is that, Here, is that the end of it? Go ahead. You. I was going to say that I honestly have a feeling that this guy is trying to get to the Graysons and is doing so by buying this bar. And I don't know the reason why yet, but I feel like he's trying to get closer to the source of what's going I feel on like, in the Hamptons. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna see a big twist with this, especially heading yeah. into November with sweeps months and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, especially with this kind of storyline, and if they're not gonna spend that much time on it, you need to layer in something. And even if it's just the stereotypical, like like they did last time, them on the phone, like. Yeah, I'm going to make sure this guy sells me the bar. Yeah. If, yeah whatever it was, right? Yeah. I feel like we need that dun-dun-dun moment well, of, like, there wasn't I'll any. let the Graysons know. Yeah. yeah. Where was that? That's you what know? I'm saying. This just storyline. I'm like, but, I just don't get it. Also, he did make a Charlotte Declan reference when visiting the bar. And to me, that says he knows a lot more about their lives than He certainly knows about Jax. Yeah. Which, isn't that strange? Because we don't meet this character until I think last episode, but here, here's so. the tough part again. We're just kind of we're we're still speculating. Everything that we're saying is a speculation upon a speculation because there's no solid evidence of anything. Yeah, and we're not getting any lead that it will develop into anything yet. Yet, right? Yet. Well, the only thing we did see was last episode when he was on the phone with that young guy who helped rob mm-hmm. his own house. Yeah, but where's this so guy he's now? In and, yeah, I don't know. I just with think him. I just think for now it's a lot of speculation. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Which is good. Um, speaking of speculation, let's talk about the future of Noel Corp. I got a bad feeling about this. I do too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, let's start I, with let's start with Padma and Nolan's relationship. Well, as we said last week, Padma has more of an agenda, and she obviously does. <laughs> but does she love him? I'm kind of I'll, now. I'm confused after this episode. Are you she kidding? Love him. I what? don't think so. No, no. no I'm, I'm just saying that, like, even if no. she had no, uh, no, 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 I just was laughing at Phil because <laughs> even if like she had no ulterior motive, but she doesn't love him. They've been on like two dates. Come on. Yeah, but they spent all night together. <laughs> oh, you're such a romantic. He's a Scorpio. That was, I, I was oh, wondering that's if sweet. that. I was going to ask you guys if that line ever worked on any one of you. Hey, that means let's have breakfast, but it's ten thirty at night. That means we have a lot Not of time to, to kill. Oh, that's sleazy. That's sleazy. I actually, it's the way you say it. It depends who's saying it, really. Yeah, exactly. The Gabriel Mann was saying it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> weird. Gabriel Mann can say that to me at any point. <laughs> well, uh, all right, so, so what? what is Padma's motive then? Exactly. And, and it may very well be just to protect him because it started with she would started going through his finances saying like hey you know we're being audited like let's get to the bottom of all of this it may just be to protect him like i want to make sure that david clark was not a part of this business when he but then she lied to him later yeah. on when when he said where'd you get this i got yeah. it from your father and anything yeah but it could be that you know sometimes there's no reason to bring something up until there's actually a cause for concern like let's not get hysterical about this i don't know i don't know fair enough uh, Gabby, any thoughts? Maybe Catherine? Well, she Catherine has first. actually initiated something by her action because now um, that Aiden came in and said that, you know, now we've got to figure out whether David Clark 
So basically, we're now she by her bringing it up, which was kind of buried this David Clark connection. They now realise that Grayson's could have some controlling interest over Nolcor. So was that her intention, or was that just the fact well, that she brought it up, and now that whole story that is now put his company in danger? Here's the thing with that: uh, unless she makes a play to be part of the board, as mm. Aiden is, and we'll talk about him in a moment, but she's really bring down her own future. With the like, you know what I mean? With no core, yeah. I think ultimately, if unless she has a bigger play, so if she's protecting Nolan, that's a stupid idea. That's right. Which I think she is. I think she's protecting Nolan. I don't think so. I think she's got some other agenda going on. That I think she deliberately dug into, like alerted the Graysons to this. I think that was her motive to alert them and dig up this David Clark thing. That's yeah. my feeling. It's just hard for me to believe that because of their chemistry. Like, I see <laughs> She's Padma. She's a romantic, too. Who's a romantic. And I'm like, Padma really cares about Nolan, and she just wants his, like, acceptance and wants him to, like, be interested in her. Part of Here's why part of me doesn't think that she actually loves him, because he gets on the phone, and the first thing he says, hello, sweetheart. Like, what? you're on a date, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Not not good form. Yeah. yeah. But she's used to it. <laughs> yeah. anyway. She deserves it. Well, okay. My confusion with Nolcor is what Aiden's investment is in it. He talking to Daniel about it. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Well, there. here's here's how I, I take it as because um, they had that Emily and him had that big blowout or not a big blowout, but, but a blowout. And he said, you'd much rather have me as a ally than an enemy right. yeah. and now he's an enemy that's it but he's Takeda's proxy that's why he's having meetings with the Graysons isn't he yeah yeah so he he personally is not involved in, in any investment or anything with the company isn't he just acting as Takeda's voice I think so but as uh, soon as soon as I think initially he was um, acting as Takeda's voice helping out Emily mm-hmm. and then as soon as Emily kind of ki- not kicked him out whatever the word would be but then, you know, as he said to Daniel, you know, um, you'll be behind your father's desk and I'll be a board member. So that that was the play I wasn't quite sure of. Does, was he making that, telling Daniel about the connection with David Clark and that they may, may have some uh, overall ruling over Nolcorp because he's trying to help Emily or because he's trying to do something for himself? I think he's, at this point, he's trying to do it for himself. Right. I think, I think she, uh, Emily made her choice and it's a bad, bad choice. However, what is Aiden's motive? Like he, his whole, like his whole mission was to help Emily, and mm. being that now they're not working together, what's his role anymore? Why doesn't he just leave? And all this was over a cell phone. I mean, really, yeah. he's going to turn on her over a cell yeah, phone? I don't think he's turned on her. I actually think he's still got her interested. I think he's just I think not he's still gonna, got like, her back. Communicate with her. Yeah. I think actually, help. ultimately, he's still got her back. That's what I think. That's why I'm not sure why he's done this move. But um, I think it's still well, for Emily. But talk about forgiveness. He's got to for or she's mm. got to forgive him. She does. And well. move on. <laughs> I think ultimately, <laughs> if you uh, he knows the weakness in the company right now, splitting up Conrad and Daniel. Yeah. So if he can get Daniel a little bit smart, which thank God Daniel's getting a little bit smart every week, <laughs> a inch by little inch. bit, just a tad. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, even even in the interviews with um, him, he's so happy that his character's kind of <laughs> brightening up. So no, I thought it was very funny him being British as an actor, and he had that whole scene about the Brits, and then he said, "I've got to go to the loo," but he said it in American. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
but that's, I found that funny. That's a good point, though, that he is spilling his guts about Grayson Global, and Aiden brought that up. He was like, you know, like, uh, we Brits have this reputation mm. um, for being stuffy or whatever the word. Reserved. Reserved. Uh, and... Was this before? I think that may have been before his blow with Emily, but yeah. But still, I I don't know what his well, mission is. It was, you know, what I'm I'm, tr- I'm actually slowly coming to your guys' side because, um, especially the conversation that he had with Ashley at the bar once Daniel went to the Lou, Lou. <laughs> uh, you know, and saying like, "Hey, you guys make a great couple," and you know what, I'm a- I should go act- after Emily Thorpe. Oh, it's actually Emily Thorne, you know, yeah. and that whole ordeal mm-hmm. makes me believe that, you know what, he's setting up something and for a greater play. I don't know what it is. He is, and I think that Not plays yet. into where my news was last week with those pictures. Remember? How Aiden's dancing with Ashley, and, and you mm-hmm. kind of see it in the trailer um, or the teaser, and Emily's dancing... Um, Maybe they just it's at the dating. wedding. It's just at the wedding. No? Yeah, but they're switching groups like mm. Aiden's with Ashley, Daniel's with Emily. Mm. Interesting. So something goes on. So you know what? You guys got me back to your camp. All right. Hey. It's what we're here to do, Phil. Yes. <laughs> hey, no. You know, I, I like, again, we kind of, our collective goal is to work through the discussion mm. and come to, uh, you know. Uh, A reasonable conclusion. There you go. And hopefully you fans will agree or disagree. Um, if you disagree, let us know, because, again, you are the different perspective, um, you know, to our panel, and we like hearing that. And you guys always have pretty good theories and things like that. Um, and I love it when some of those do come true. That's right. Now, uh, the way to share is go to iTunes. Um, you know, obviously, the guys listen to the podcast. So just take a moment real fast um, as you're downloading to rate and comment, you know takes about 20 seconds to download an episode so take that 20 seconds and while you're waiting for it just just leave a little comment and also let a friend know and i i do want to also acknowledge our youtube commenters we get a lot of commenters there and we appreciate that love as well yeah so. we got a lot of good comments on youtube this week's you know yeah. people were yeah. saying oh i agree with Catherine. i, I agree with anna Gabby, I don't know if they agreed with this week. Thanks, <laughs> No, no, Gabby got acknowledged, though. She did. Or, I did. Yeah, so, so it was good. These guys are my warm eyes. Thankfully, it was positive. <laughs> you guys are killing me. I'm going to give up hosting. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. Stop. I was only teasing. These guys are more of my eyes and ears for the comments. <laughs> So, uh, no. I try to read as many as I can, but I don't always have We're to. taking people out, like, one at a time tonight. But just <laughs> First, it's Catherine, now Gabby. We're taking this revenge show too seriously. Yeah. Yes. Who's going to be next, Phil? <laughs> Who's yeah. next? we got to tone it down a bit. That's right. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on to kind of the bigger thing here. Um, well, one last thing that I want to say about the future of Norcorp. Um, it's interesting how uh, Conrad passed it on to Daniel and that, therefore, he's kind of out of the loop on this whole ordeal. So, again, that's why, in terms of um, another argument why, you know, uh, Aiden is still on Emily's side is because yeah. of that fact. Because he didn't, he brought it to Daniel's attention rather than, con- yeah, that's yeah. what I believe too. Yeah. So, all right, but let's get into the uh, kind of heart of the episode um, where we'll obviously now be spending a lot of time talking about Kara. Yes. And various. Oh, ways that she appears. Let's start with the way that she gets introduced to the story. And I love how right off the bat, within the first five minutes, there she is. Hello, Victoria. 
That yeah. was just one of those classic revenge scenes, wasn't it? With Victoria there and, and with the what, tool the, in her hand, the, the garden shears in the yeah. hand, and what's going to happen? And then you hug your enemy, I just don't you? Your face. <laughs> you hug the enemy and embrace them. I love it. <laughs> such a revenge thing to do. What, what did you guys think of their first conversation? It was very much like, oh, nice nice place you have here. You know, you could always see your enemies coming. Oh, it's tough to know my enemies nowadays. Um, I mean, where where do these, in terms of the two women, where do they stand? Absolute hatred for each other, now masked by something weird. Like, what what is their stance? Well, I mean... I, they still don't know what's going on with Gordon, so I think there's that thing too that what she does. Kara think that maybe they know where Gordon is. Maybe she's trying to get information. I mean, is there some sort of agenda going on why she's come to Victoria? Or do you think there's just genuine forgiveness there on Kara's part? The past is the past. I think Kara may be seeking an ally. Uh, she said something about they both been betrayed by David, and she said, and now Gordon. And so there may be an alliance that's that she's trying to build. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what you disagree? Yeah, because the thing is, she's still calling Gordon. So she'll mm. say to Victoria's face that yeah, we were both deceived by Gordon, but at the same time, she's been working with Gordon the entire time. And I don't think that she had mentioned something about not seeing Gordon for twenty years, and then he mm. came by a few months ago. I think she's lying. Well, she's right. lying. Do they yeah. know that they were married? I don't think Victoria knows. I don't know. She, I mean, she's married, yeah, so yes, it's but, not like just some guy that dropped her off and was looking out for her best interest. Yeah, so You're she's right. lying to them. Yeah, and yeah. she'd actually been married to him for 20 years, which I want to do a little timeline on this because she left David when? How old was Emily when? After she drowned or whatever? Right. So five, uh, maybe? Five yeah. Six? Yeah. six? How old is she now? Emily? Yeah. Let's so say 25. Like 25, 26, I guess, right? So she immediately married Gordon? Once she left. Because <laughs> Gordon and Victoria are the ones who took her out of the mental institution. So it's very possible that she went with Gordon after that. Well, yeah. And I That's think originally, said, I, think, I think Gordon right? did. This is the, I guess we might get some backstory at some point, but originally Gordon was supposed to kill her, right? But where they fell in love and where they started sort of being together, if we assume that they got married because they're in love. Um, we don't really know that story yet, do we? Why it went from Gordon being assigned to kill her to now he's protecting her and they've got married. Right. Yeah, that's still a part we haven't had filled in yet. And Gordon is such a strange character to me because it's like he's not with the initiative we learned mm. because Victoria is afraid that the initiative, if anything else is exposed, the initiative is going to come after all of them and it's not because of Gordon. So... He's a very confusing character to me in general. Was he just hired as an individual? I think know? he's just one of those. Yeah. I think he's just a typical mercenary, you know. And if things turn, then he he'll go whichever way. Uh, in terms in terms of uh, Kara, I think it's it's one of those things where like you know y- you're trying to create a safety net, but then it's like okay, well I know I I, I would rather be with Gordon if given a choice. Mm-hmm. But if Gordon's not returning my phone calls, if something happened to him, I need something. I need some stability, something to go off of. And then, you know what, let me see what I can get here with Victoria. But I also think it's that whole thing of, you know, that what they always say, keep your enemies closer, that classic line. So I sort of feel like, too, that she felt like maybe being there, she'll get more information. She might sort of. And she was pretty inquisitive. Yeah. You know, about like, oh, you know, your captor, I couldn't believe what. 
mm-hmm. what had happened, blah, blah. And she thinks she left Aiden tied up in a motel room. Well, she thinks, she, well, she did leave him yeah. tied up in the motel room. She thinks he may still be there. So she might be going just after information. Somebody knows something. And she might be looking for Amanda. She saw that on TV. Yeah. So what better way to get the truth? As mm. everyone is always after. And <laughs> <Victoria>. never gets. <laughs> they never get the truth. They never yeah. get the truth. Uh, Lowercase t. Except for Treadwell. <laughs> Treadwell never gets the truth either. Um, let's talk about Conrad and Victoria again. I I think again this this season. Um, my prediction has always always been that they're gonna have to work together because um, they have no other choice. Mm, exactly. <laughs> and I love Conrad's marriage proposal to her. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Can I just mention one thing because I think it's very strange. Did you guys catch this when Cara said to Victoria, "Why did you save me all those years ago?" And then Victoria mm-hmm. mentioned to mm-hmm. both of them, like we both fell victim to David's deception. So why did David have deception? Okay, so just going a good point to bring up, but does that mean then if Cara believes that Victoria actually sent Gordon to save her, then she wouldn't think of Victoria as so much an enemy? I don't know. Yeah, I think that part of the story is unclear, but I also Um, just wonder why they said, like, that's very unclear, but why did she say and did um, Cara agree that David was deceptive. Well, I felt that was hinting at something that we haven't found out yet. Yeah. That that line to me was like how deceptive he was to both of us. I think there's more about David Clark we are we yet to find out. Yeah, that's you know. So I wanted to bring that up because I was like, why did they use such a strong word like that? Every, yeah. he's was, played it up was, to be such a good character, and but it was one of those moments almost like they would look at you know what the old fashioned look at the camera and blah 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 moment. I thought that line was one of those sort of. This is hinting at something bigger. Yeah. He's played up to be such a good character, mm. aside from being a terrorist. Yes. <laughs> Apart from that. Yeah. Well, we all know that that's really not what happened, or, yeah, or so we think. So funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, all right. So back to Victoria and Conrad. Um, interesting marriage proposal. Interesting idea. Um, and again, as these kind of small factions are, you know, forming around them and, you know, whatever higher powers they're playing to... Um, again, Conrad and Victoria have to, by default, be together. Mm. Um, what did you? What do you guys? What are you guys' feelings about that? Them working again together, just you know, not really having a choice, perhaps. But they deserve each other. I mean, <laughs> honestly, true. do we still think that Kara has some um, problems mentally? That like, do we think she's better now, or do we think? Oh, uh, I she... think we yet to find that out. Yeah. Yeah, I think she, she still could be crazy. We should definitely <laughs> mention in predictions what you guys think because I'm curious. I think Cara is where you think it's going to go. I, I think anybody who drowns a child, let alone their own child, <laughs> might have a few problems. Yeah, it's probably not ever going to be a hundred percent. You know, let's yeah. talk about Victoria who had her. Remember the jail <laughs> episode? Yes. Re- remember the the, the yes. length she went to to get Daniel out? Right. Yes. So let's talk about crazy for a moment. Yeah, right? so they're all yeah. crazy, right? <laughs> so just just pointing that fact out about yeah, Victoria. Yeah. yeah, but don't forget. I mean, this prediction. But don't forget when the Madeline says some, said something about Emily has to confront her meant craziness as well. So I don't know where all that's leading. But Madeline also has to oh, confront because yeah. her mom's coming in, so they yeah. find out they have more yeah, in common. So than I they think realize. there's a lot 
coming up yet yeah. with all the mothers. <laughs> I mean, Emily's got the genetics, too, to go down that same path. Yeah. As long as she doesn't try and drown Carl. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Takes a whole nother turn. <laughs> Season three. <laughs> I'm excited to see the marriage, though. The wedding, I think that'll be... You need a good wedding at the Hamptons. I mean, you, you've always... Well, the thing is with the show, you've got to have the flashy parties and stuff as well, which we haven't had for a couple of weeks. So throwing in a wedding is a good way to do that. Yeah, just a flashy funeral. That was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was more like remembrance. Yes. Yeah, because there was no body. But I think we need a, a killer party back, and it looks like we've got one. <laughs> um. All right. Well, well, we we did have the baby shower. That was kind of fun with the strippers. Yeah, that's true. It's oh, always yeah. a good party when you bring strippers. <laughs> yeah. um, We're losing the classiness a little. Let's, let's uh, face it, you need a party at least every two weeks in this show. You do. <laughs> um, let's talk about Kara and uh, Emily and, and Amanda and that whole triangle. So that obviously very interesting in terms of uh, there were so many great lines of you know trying to figure out the truth or, or trying to make a human connection with all these people, right? Uh, Kara's trying to make a connection with Amanda, but obviously that's not her real daughter. And Emily's trying to make a connection with Kara, who doesn't know that's her actual daughter. Yeah. And in some ways, Amanda's trying to make a connection with Emily, but until the truth comes out eventually, you know, they, don't, they didn't have that. Mm. And so weird how in, in their crazy world, somehow they found resolve through all of this. All of them, or I think all. I think all of them. (laughs) We're talking about the triangle, but I think ultimately they came to some sort of resolve. Yeah, I mean there were some pretty touching scenes, really, in the you know with the baby. Uh, By the way, when was that baby called Carl? We just how did we how did that happen? Hey, we just it's interesting because we figured it out through the subtitle before before they mentioned it, and suddenly the kid is called Carl. Is that because the mother grandmother is Kara? I don't know. I don't know, but no one explained it. Suddenly it was Carl. Yeah. <laughs> ugly. I, just, I, mean, I just take it as is. I don't know. I didn't dig too deep. So, yeah. I was trying to think of if there was a hidden, like, symbolism to it. I was spelling it backwards to see if it spelled <laughs> anything. That. Just to see, because you never know with these writers what they're trying to do. I don't know. I mean, the only one that's kind of that I could make guess at is David and Goliath. You know, David Clark being, I don't know. But apart from whoa, what's that? I said whoa. No, but apart from anyone else on the show, in terms of like what their name means, I have have no idea. Yeah, I guess someone just threw it in. I don't know. Mason Treadwell, I like his name because he treads well. Yeah, that's a cool name. I like that. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, Carl. I don't. I don't know if there's too much behind that. I have to say, just sorry. No, I have to say, like with Amanda or Amanda, faux Amanda. um, I really felt her in this episode. I was really kind of much more sympathetic. I really liked her scenes. I think she was with the baby and with sort of talking to Emily and talking to the mother. I thought this was kind of one of the best um, episodes I've seen with her. That's I thought there was some real emotion there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, she seemed more real and real. relatable. Yes, and, exactly. And not slutty and deceptive. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> I think... What was most touching for me or what made me sad uh, was when Carr was describing Amanda when she was young mm. and she said uh, she was so gentle she wouldn't even kill a spider. Yes. It, you know, no matter how big or small, she would make me take it in a glass and take it outside. And it was just like this real loss of mm. who she was and her identity. And so it just. It was a nice like, reminder, you know. 
yes and no, because I think that part of her wallet might still be there in, in part, like deep, deep down. That's not who she is anymore. And that she's never going to be that gentle again. But but she was when she didn't kill Gordon last season finale. You know? She was never gentle. Just because you don't murder someone doesn't make you a gentle person. At least in my eyes. <laughs> you come that close to murdering someone, but you just don't do it. <laughs> oh. you know I mean? Well, I mean, maybe... May- Maybe the the journey ultimately for Emily is finding that gentle side to her yet again because, you know, uh, this may or may not be the truth with a capital T, but ultimately David Clark didn't want her to go on this journey of revenge. And so maybe the journey of revenge for her is to go back to the start of, you know what, I got to be kind to animals and all that stuff, you know. And then forgive, ultimately. Well, I think that was the essence of the show tonight. I think we did see a sort of softer side to Emily tonight don't you think i the agree mother was yeah. like, i mean the, she was hearing this incredible conversation that a mother was saying not to her not to the not to her daughter but she was she, she, she was, was hugging dropping it she was but, hugging a door did, and crying yeah, yeah she did not have that moment of you know bonding with her real mother i mean that was very sad and also the fact that she finally revealed the truth to amanda about um carl's the fact that Jack is... I mean, I just mm-hmm. felt she was mm-hmm. so much softer in this show. I'm sure that won't stay like that, but I really felt that we saw the the kinder side of Emily tonight. And speaking of that, yeah. she was also much kinder to, um, you know, uh, towards Nolan. Yes. She said, I apologize. And yeah, there should... was a whole new Emily tonight. I felt there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she genuinely wants to help Nor- N- Nolcor, yeah. and she doesn't want it going the way... It- that it could possibly go. Yeah. Right. Aiden said that's not my concern, and she said it's my concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very protective of him. Right. So. Right. So, um, so definitely a lot of, definitely a lot of things. Uh, and again, just so many weird conversations like this, and yet they all somehow found human emotion through that. However, the whole point of her revenge was to not get caught up in her emotions, according to Takeda. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This might lead her into trouble. Yeah. I think today, to, tonight's show was about that softer side coming out and the real emotions coming out with her mother and Mm -hmm. with, you know, being kinder to Amanda, being kinder to Nolan. But that's, you know, that doesn't get what her, the results she needs. So it'll be interesting to see where this leads. My long, my long-term prediction is that um, ultimately she'll find a place that revenge is not the way, right? Mm. If, if we're going at it in terms of an affinity symbol, she'll Mm. end up back where she started at a gentler side because otherwise she's no better than the Graysons who are nothing but conniving assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Which is true. <laughs> Done Fair it. enough. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Mason Treadwell and this whole thing and how he... <laughs> Loved seeing Mason back. <laughs> well, we, kn- we knew Mason was going to be in the episode from the um, preview. Yeah. Or not the preview, but the uh, little kind of recap that they give us. And we mm-hmm. saw a lot of Mason, so I was like, okay, Mason's going to be back. <laughs> but it's always such a delight to see him and the actor Roger Bart on screen. So I always, always love when he's in the show. <laughs> but by the way, I want to uh, yeah. we'll talk about this because one of the favorite things is him just appearing in all these random places. And remember the conversation between Conrad, uh, Victoria, and Carr of like, you know, this is a steel fortress. Any anyone that tries to get here will be shot instantly. And then they were kind of talking about <laughs> yeah. Gordon. But and then it's funny how. Uh, 
that Mason got in, like, your staff's really underpaid. <laughs> yes. I think I can get in easily. Yeah, exactly. So interesting kind of comparison of, like, how this fortress is not that uh, watertight. Exactly. Especially if you underpay your staff. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. Let that be a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think that has to do has anything to do with uh, elections coming up? And do you think that was just sort of, like, a line they slipped in? For the 99. He's talking, yeah, exactly. Could be. Could be. Well, I think I, this show does relate to that whole issue of the 1%. Sure. And, yeah, and we like to see, yeah. One percent are assholes. That was unfortunately yeah. saying. I mean, you know, come on, that's yeah. a big part of the appeal of this show. Is seeing, yeah. <laughs> and if you underpay, look what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, but it's interesting, uh, you know, when he's talking. This is a little bit later in the episode when he's talking with Victoria. He says, like, at first he kind of came back because her story about her kidnapping was an ultimate blend of fact and fiction, and now, now. As he explains it, you know, now that car is back and things like that, like, it's it's really becoming this whole mystery. And then he wants to unravel the truth. And um, what what role is Treadwell going to play in the next couple episodes? Well, pretty Certainly. significant, don't you think? I mean, he's someone that knows the truth. He's discovered yeah. the truth. And he it's not because someone told him the truth. He's figured this out. So if he can figure it out, can't other people? Well, how much of the truth does he know versus... Cause, well, he knows I think, a big part of the truth, which was revealed right. at the end, right? He knows who the real identity... I mean, he doesn't know yet who the real Amanda is, but he certainly knows this is not the real Amanda, which yeah. I think is pretty key to this story, yeah. isn't it? The only way I could yeah. see something being taken care of is if they burn those files and he has no <laughs> master copy and they make him look delusional and crazy because yeah. if he has this information, it's just going to ruin everything. Yeah, I mean, I think I, well, I think they're somehow gonna have to kind of discredit his name in or this. Or kill him. Or kill him. <laughs> they could possibly kill him. Yes. But I think, I, um, actually, it's not beyond obviously Conrad to kill anyone. <laughs> right. So. Um, but it's not Conrad's. Like Conrad's not gonna be the one to kill he's him. He's more because, a threat to Emily. Yeah. Now. Much a big threat to Emily's, Emily. Or Aiden is gonna have to kill him. Yeah. But but. You know, and, and not to be facetious, how much of the truth does Mason Treadwell really know? I mean, because all this truth that we're getting, no matter what, comes with a perspective. Mm. And depending on which side of that you're on, you have a skewed vision of the truth. You know, you, there's never one ultimate truth. I mean, we as the audience certainly don't even know that. And I, I, I highly doubt a person as, as great as Mason Treadwell is knows the full truth of whatever is going on. But he's not. digging to try and find it. Isn't he? He knows there's something fishy going on. Put it that way. He's trying to find the truth. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone else in that circle is has any notion that Amanda is not the real Amanda and that Emily, you know. Yeah. Don't you think? Except I mean, didn't Victoria say something in one episode where she was questioning if that was really Amanda? But I don't think she's ever suspected yet that Emily could be the real Amanda. Yeah, I don't has think she? she has. No. 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 Well, what about this? I mean, how... How suspicious do you guys think Mason is of of Emily? You know, because as the you know with their interactions, especially in the hospital, and like, hey, I'm the godmother. I think you should leave right now. Mm. Um, you've overstayed, or whatever she says. Well, it'd be interesting. It wouldn't be a hard link to maybe put that together if he starts doing a bit more. I mean, more research. Need more research. If he has uh, an entire file and sees that they were in juvie together, I don't mm. think it would be. It would be hard to put together, yeah. And there are pictures. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. 
What was his uh, What was his blog called? The Treadwell something. Oh, I forgot. Remember, guys, from yeah. season one? Mm. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have asked that question. It <laughs> <laughs> led us down a bad path right there. <laughs> um, but I think he's going to open up his blog again. Yeah. And uh, that'll be interesting. And it's interesting. Uh, this is more for predictions, but it's great that it's coming at the time that the wedding's going to happen. It's the Treadwell p- report. There you go, Thank the Treadwell you. report. Well, Thank, you. Thank you. We should have remembered that. <laughs> I knew it was something generic <laughs> See, and boring. I kept but... thinking it was something a little more creative. But... <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was Emily and Amanda, um, although we kind of talked about it, but them coming to a good kind yeah. of place. And I like the way Amanda, I mean, because I always felt up till now Amanda's kind of gone after Jack, wanted Jack, didn't really care that Emily had feelings for Jack. And sort of, I, I really felt like tonight that she acknowledged, because it was, even though Emily had told her a terrible lie, she kind of forgave her fairly quickly because she sort of understood that, well, Jack thought I was you. Like, she felt, I think she acknowledged it. I've probably done just as bad as what yeah. you've done to me. Because she's lying too. She's yeah. lying to her, her love. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same situation. And I feel like she kind of threw it in her face a lot. She's like, well, Jack loves me. I'm with Jack now. And yeah. she said, you know, you love Jack. And yeah. so. Well, I think I think ultimately um, for this, the reason why it all kind of worked and they forgave each other was it stemmed from the line of um, them in the hospital where she says to him, you know, Carl's happy, Jack's happy. Mm. You know, and, and I think for them, they understood like, you know what, we got to let Jack be happy. Jack's going through a lot. And the only way this is going to work is, A, for Emily to tell the truth and then for Amanda to forgive it, and that's it, and move on. But Jack still doesn't know the truth because he still thinks she's but he Amanda. Can't, but he can't know the truth because the truth will yeah. kill him, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. He's been through too much. He doesn't need the truth. No, not so, yet, anyway. <laughs> the truth is no good. Um, anything from you guys that um, you would want to add um, that might have not necessarily fit into our chosen topics before we get into news and gossip and things like that just any any random stuff perhaps even if it's quotes no no <laughs> no. no one's got anything <laughs> no. all right fair enough uh-huh. uh well a fairly decent coverage of the episode i thought again uh i'm sure there's stuff we've missed so in case we did let us know again we we don't we don't claim to be perfect. We just try to open and start the discussion. But hopefully you guys as fans will complete it. Um, but why don't we get into some news and gossip for this week. After Buzz TV News. So I um, saw an article online that GQ covered with Emily Van Camp. So if you guys have the magazine GQ or want to go grab it, she's in it. And they pretty much cover the five things you didn't know about Emily. Mm. Well, her in real life. Um, So without going into too much detail, I'll give you the five things. So one, she's a zombie fanatic. She loves (laughs) AMC's Walking Dead, which you guys just saw on After Buzz TV if you're watching. She should listen to it. Um, Yeah, right? (laughs) So she does love zombie movies and zombie TV shows. Number two, she is a tomboy. She would pick a beer over champagne any day. Good Canadian girl. Yep. (laughs) Number three, she fishes. Number four. Yeah, exactly. Canada. (laughs) Hockey players all over the place. And she actually did play hockey, too, when she was growing up. Interesting. So that's the sixth Um, thing we didn't know. Well, it was actually within one of the topics, but I didn't want to give it away because I wanted people to read it. Fair enough. 
four, she can be socially awkward. She says that she can be standoffish when meeting people that she doesn't know. And five, she gets starstruck, but it's only happened once. With who? She didn't say. Meryl Streep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, and also, uh, on just Jared. What's up with the music? <laughs> just Jared. Uh, <laughs> Ashley is actually helping Josh Bauman move his furniture, and they were at a shop together in L.A. Ashley? Ashley. How do you pronounce her last name? I don't know, because I was actually going to ask you guys before <laughs> the show. That's why I didn't say it. <laughs> is it Maddox? Quay? Medic- looks like that. Yeah, Medequay. Uh, Medequay. Let me look it up. Or Medequay. It's Medequay? spelled M-A-D-E-K-W-E. Medequay? Medequay? All right. Medequay. Not sure. I'll, I'll but yeah, see. that's all my stuff. But you have some Ashley stuff right on Ashley was helping her. him? Josh, yeah. Josh, not Was helping not him Emily? with furniture? No. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? I don't know. Oh. But she was helping him. Oh. Like, revenge is coming to life. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, exactly. It, it, here's the cool part. Uh, <laughs> Ashley and Emily are really close. Okay. Like, you can see through so their Twitter the pictures. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I feel like there was a written, submitted approval. Like, hey. All right. That's okay. It, I'm like, it like gets confusing that their names are Ashley and Emily. Actually, actually, yeah, in yeah, real life easy. and on camera. I know. Did, that, did they do that deliberately? Maybe. I don't know. Just, yeah. Must be easier That's why I was for like, directors. Emily in real yeah, life. Yeah, maybe that was it. Like, hey, Emily, come here. I think yeah. we started to figure out they didn't have too much thought about a lot of names on this show. Yeah. Uh, Carl, <laughs> Carl. Symbolism. Oh, we'll call the baby Carl. Why yeah, not? that'll be fine. <laughs> so funny. Oh. Maybe they're just Hampton easy names. I don't know. Anyway, what do you got for us, Anna? Uh, I have some serious spoilers. So, all right, play the bumper. There spoiler we go. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler. Okay, so we already know from the little teaser that they give us that uh, next episode is going to be the wedding. Uh, it, from what paint they're saying that it's going to be very similar to, uh, I think it was episode 15, that was the Fire and Ice episode right. that they had been building up to the entire season. So it, there's going to be a lot of action. Uh, and Ashley Mataquay. <laughs> Let me see this. I will read her name. Um, M-A-D-E-K-W-E. I can't. What origin um, is that? I'd love listen someone to spell. let us know. She said, sounds um, African. That it's going to be a big event. So, does that mean a lot of people are going to die or something's going to happen? Uh, And then, uh, this is still from Wet Paint. Uh, It looks like Conrad, I think we may have actually seen this in the preview too. He's going to be dragged out of the wedding in handcuffs. Um, But he he will um, escape from being behind bars um, one more time. So, so he will. did he, did he make bail? Uh, it looks... Well, the episode is called Penance. Interesting. So, we'll see. All right, so I'm going to guess Ashley Maidqua. Maidqua? I don't I'm know. I'm not If it's African, it'd be more... Um, yeah. Uh, each syllable would be pronounced. You have to find the origin. Yeah, I'm going to tweet her. If the origin is uh, African... I'm not. I'm just assuming. Then right. they would pronounce each... We are... Horrible, Terrible. horrible Sorry, human guys. Speaking of forgiveness. Maybe Ashley can come and tell us yes. Spe- how to pronounce her name. Um, well, I assume that is all the news and gossip we have. That's I, it. That's oh, it. Go ahead. I, no, I was just going to say I love the way we were just talking before we went on air how these spoiler alerts get out. Because normally with um, cast 
they don't say anything about their show. But as you know, even when I with, I spoke to Madeline, this cast is terrible. They always leak everything. Because you, I, I, you know, <laughs> or do you, you think it's deliberate? I think you know, it, so, especially with ABC, it's probably yeah. uh, probably someone's deliberate. They let yeah. them know how much they can talk. I mean, that's what I was wondering. Here's the thing: um, I've met a lot of I've met a lot of cast pe- uh, members that mm. they kind of can tell spoilers, and they you know they they know what they can let out. Because it creates those kind of, ooh, i got to go see it. Yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe you're right because normally cast on any show won't tell you anything. And he, he, Anything. I know the big thing is like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, uh, in the past it used to be like, hey, yeah, we don't want to re- – we don't want to give away the surprises. And I don't think they're giving a lot of surprises away. It mm. makes us kind of um, intrigued and, and, you know, hopefully more people will watch it. And also dramatic irony for the most part. Like, right, anytime you see a movie for the second time, some it might actually be more enjoyable because you already know what's going to happen. So you're just enjoying the ride rather than like, where's the surprise and blah, blah. Right. You know, so there could be an element of that. So I think I think it's changing. Right. However, I could see also how in-depth this storyline is that some of these castmates might make a mistake and a slip-up. <laughs> maybe, maybe. With all the that. information, I mean, I could see that. And they're uh, like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Steven, let's get <laughs> into know? predictions. And uh, just one last thing. And now, you're after Buzz TV. We did we did an interview for, uh, for for some other show. I don't want to reveal what it was, but this this poor guy it was a reality competition show, and he literally gave away the season finale on, oh. before the first episode even aired. We had because of our relationships with the network and things like that, yeah. we we gladly took it down. But um, yeah, it was, it was a reality star. He was a little bit drunk. Revealed the season finale. <laughs> NDA. That's so serious. So if it, I'll, uh, if oh you guys God. are interested in, in reality competition, I'll tell you behind the scenes uh, who the winner of a show is. Anyway, um, predictions Good. for actual revenge wedding episode. As we talked, we're we're excited for a party. Yes, <sighs> we love a good party. And what a better party than? Than a joyous wedding between two loving souls. Yes, two people that love each other so deeply. <laughs> it's so sad. There we go. I mean, uh, from the teaser, you can play the music. Yeah. Steven, you can play the music a little bit more. There yeah, you go. Yeah. No, but we didn't really get much from this teaser apart from that and him going to jail. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. I honestly, I think there's going to be. Mason's going to be involved. I think we haven't seen the last of Kara. Obviously not. No, there's going to be more with Kara. And also, I guess Mason left that folder at the end of the show. What is in that? He dropped it near Amanda. I think, like, test results of, like, proving that the DNA or the blood does not match between Kara Wallace, which we know is Kara Clark. Yeah. Before she was married, I guess. Can we double up on the wedding? Uh, Can we have Amanda and Jack? They might get married, too. Yeah, let's just make it a double Double wedding. wedding. I disagree, Gabby. I think that uh, because he brought up the scar, that it's going to actually be... That it's going to be pictures of the scar and pictures of them together when they were... Separately, maybe case files when they were. So you think there's a lot in this folder? I th- it looked like a pretty was... thick folder. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And um, and you know when you go into juvie or jail or whatever, you know they take a picture. I think he's going to have pictures of both of them and you know with name tags probably. <laughs> However, with the scar thing, I like can, that. you can get scars removed, correct? Can you completely? Yeah. I don't know, but maybe well with treatment. I don't. I'm not sure, but. 
Like, she said she removed it, so she could always go with that claim. Unless, but unless Emily still has it and you somehow you see the and back they, of Emily. Yeah. But you, how can she be, like, forced to show her back when Emily is not involved right. at all? Like, I she might know. think she that's, like, doesn't a violation. The <laughs> I think, yeah, right? for me, for me, the storyline I am I would like to most see, I don't really, to be honest, I'm not really looking forward to the wedding aspect of this. I want to see Noel Corp and where that's headed and yeah. Daniel kind of rising to power and Aiden, things like that. That's yep. what I'm interested in seeing in this Mason storyline, um, which I think we'll get. But I'm not really, you know, I, I don't, my thirst doesn't get quenched with the wedding. Well, I, a little bit for me, because I do want to see why uh, Conrad's being arrested. Yes. That could be interesting. And I'm sure Charlotte somehow, she's going to get in there and involved. So, apart from that, unless you guys have any other predictions. I think that Kara is going to turn against both her daughter and Victoria. Okay. I think she has it. She is not, I guess, fully recovered. I think she's going to go against her. Yeah. And at some point, I guess they're going to find out Gordon is not alive. Yeah. Um, and, that's when she'll really freak out. And there's a worry that Aiden and Carl might see each other. <sighs> exactly. Which I think is down the line as well. Yeah. Um, but until that happens, where can we follow all of you guys on Twitter? Let's start with you, Gabby. Um, I'm on Twitter at Gabrielle underscore the red. Uh, you can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And I'm going crazy now on the Twitter, aren't I? <laughs> so yes, you are. Uh, I'm at Twitter and just got on Instagram as well. At Catherine yeah. Tulich, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-T-U-L-I-C-H. Well, thank you all. And, of course, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. That's at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter. Um, until next week, uh, we'll see you on Twitter. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 